0: What up, bro? What's
1: up, C-Rose? How you doing, man?
0: I am doing great. I'm ready for some great baseball this weekend. we got some great matchups, big-time storylines. Could get more history with Miguel Cabrera. He will definitely hit number 500 against my Cleveland (laughs) struggling team that gives up 17 runs and scores none in a game. But let's get past that. Should we talk about it right away? Why not? Do it, man. I know you want to. I know you want to. Okay. Well, I was kind of curious about you because, you know, you, you didn't... I don't want to get this wrong, but you didn't love the movie Field of Dreams. I, I had a feeling that you were kind of anticipating what you'd see last night, but not like over-the-top excited. So did it exceed your expectations, what we saw? Um.
1: Yes, 100% it exceeded my expectations. And, you know, we criticize Major League Baseball a lot when... You know, a lot of times they swing and miss on stuff like this. Last night, they did not. They did a really good job. Put aside the baseball because they have no control over the baseball. The baseball game was spectacular. Just the production value. We talked about that yesterday. I said they Mm got to do this the right way, and they did. The shots were amazing. Uh, The camera angles they got were amazing. The player – what, what am I trying to say? The introductions when they walked out of the The introduction lawn. was great, but just like the players wanted to be there. It totally. like, and, that, and that helps a lot. Um, I thought my favorite part of it all was, you know, when they were showing the baseball field from way up and you had the pink sky behind. Yeah. And there just like wasn't like people. It was like a baseball game, a few people on the stands, you know, like the cornfields all around, like the solidarity of it all was – it's really cool because that's not what you get typically when you show a, a sky cam at a major league baseball park, it's just people. Uh-huh. And that's cool too, but this was uh, you know, it's
0: a little bit different. They, they did a really good job. So one of the many things that I love about this sport is that you talk about all the stadiums you've been to, right? As a baseball fan, how many families during a summer will say, Hey, let's hit three or four ballparks we've never gone on. Let's go to a different part of the country we've never seen. And part of the trip will be baseball. Like that is, The allure, right? Like I've checked off so many except three stadiums, I think, that are out there right now. I watched that and I looked for every detail. I loved, even though I wanted to see the corn be in play, I loved the way the fence laid out against the corn. Yeah, me too. The through fence was awesome. The scoreboard, uh, you know, the human-operated scoreboard was sensational. I thought the White Sox uniforms played beautifully. Just the entire look of it, and you were – Dead on right. When they interviewed Garrett Cole, you did, you could actually hear an excitement in his voice about being there, and almost like, "Holy shit! Like this is way better than any of us expected."
1: Yeah, I mean, it's like I, I think you mentioned yesterday. It's August. You yeah. know, like these these games right now are getting a monotonous for guys. So to break yeah. it up and be able to go out and do something like this, and you know, the whole town is there and fired up, and uh. They did a really good job. And then we could talk about the baseball game a little bit because that that's what made the night, Chris. You know, all the other right. stuff is, is icing on the cake. Like, that baseball game was something else.
0: Yeah. And the, so, to finish, you know, you had the Yankees down 7-4 against the guy who's been arguably the best closer in baseball in the last two years. They end up putting a four spot on, two-run shot by Judge, two-run shot by Stanton. And then at the bottom of the ninth, Tim Anderson, first pitch, he sees a two-run shot to win it. Uh, how excited, how involved were you, I guess, compared to any other regular season game there in the ninth inning?
1: Well, we talk about it all the time. The White Sox are so good, and it looked like they were just going to go dominate the Yankees. You know, they bring in that bullpen. You know, Kopech had a really good ending there. Like, he's super fired up. They have so many weapons. It's crazy. When you really think about how many guys they have back there that can help them and, like, shorten the game, it's almost not fair. Uh, so I thought that was going to be the case. And then, you know, the Yankees did a great job, battled back. Judge has seen the ball excellent right now. Stanton's kind of looks lost up there, but he, you know, he gets a hold of one because he's so dang strong. The ball is yeah. kind of flying. Um, so I was happy that it ended up being a game. And then TA comes up. And he has the perfect swing for Britain. Nobody else is going to do that off, off Zach Britton. It's so hard to elevate uh, his fastball. And, and, and Anderson's one of the guys that can. So the White Sox, man, look out. Everybody – they put everybody on notice, man, with what they're showing uh, on that national game.
0: Yeah, I'd be, I'd be curious to see. This, is ha- this had to be the highest-rated regular season game we've seen in years. And I, I think it was great that Tim Anderson was the final piece of the puzzle here. You know, if, in recent years, you've talked about the bat flips that may have bothered some people. And that's – uh-uh. Keep being you, man. Mm-hmm. And keep doing that because there are – when we talked about this on this show, there are certain guys that live when that spotlight is on yep. and they elevate their game. And I really think he's one of those dudes. And the amazing stat I saw as you're sifting around, that is the White Sox 15th career walk-off homer against the Yankees. Did you see who hit the first? Mm-mm. Shoeless Joe.
1: Oh, baby. There we
0: go. Right. So, I mean, it just symmetry, all that sort of stuff. I thought it was a fantastic game. I thought the Yankees showed a tremendous amount of guts coming back against a really, really good closer. And, by the way, I don't think Liam Hendricks will ever do a mid-game interview again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's pretty
0: funny. Hey, how was you this Joe in person? Was he as good as everyone says? You're funny. I was I was waiting for that. You know, it's low-hanging fruit, so I kind of expected it you to grab it so right easy. off the tree. so easy. <laughs> I know it was. I know. You're going to get a few comments. People will love it in the chat. You know, that's right. Old man Rose. It was cute. It was <laughs> cute. I, I will oh, say this: that that Shoeless Joe, because the, the book isn't called Field of Dreams; it's called Shoeless Joe, um, and uh, it was one of my favorites that I read. I did a sports literature class while at Miami University, and it was great. So that was, yeah, good book, really good book. All right, you're flickering on me. Is your is your uh, Wi-Fi okay? You still with me? I
1: feel great. I, I see the good. Yeah.
0: Okay, good. Well, this is a good time to tell everybody that today's Instagram Live is. Uh, presented to you by our friends over at manscaped.com. Manscaped.com, use the code Word ROSE to get 20% off your order plus free shipping. The big thing here is that we got the Lawnmower 4.0. It's waterproof, so if you like using that stuff in the shower, clean yourself up, that's fine. We're talking about 9,000 RPM motor powered 360 degree rotary dual blade <laughs> system. That someone special is going to be like, oh, you really care about me because you took care of yourself. In addition to that, we got the Weird Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer. Really does a job on Rose over here, so it'll help you out as well. In addition to that, we got the Crop Preserver Ball deodorant, the Crop Reviver Toner, plus two free gifts, the Performance Boxer Briefs, which Michelle loves, and the Shed Travel Bag. Go get it. Manscaped.com, code word Rose, 20% off your order, and free shipping. Act now. Or when we're done with this Instagram Live. as yes. perfectly fine as well. All right, let's get to some other series. Uh, the Mets, they find themselves... Just a half game out behind the Phillies and the National League East. Braves are right on their tail as well. Now the Mets start a 13-game stretch against the Dodgers and Giants. Where will the Mets be at the end of this grueling two-week stretch?
1: Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) Changed it up on me a little bit. Mets after this. Wait a
0: second. I I sent you a text an hour ago that said I'm changing things up.
1: Yeah, I thought you said where they're going to be after this weekend. So I'm going to answer both because I have a – I want to give both predictions. Okay, good. The standings in the NL East right now, who is it? It's Phillies, Mets, Braves.
0: So they're all separated by just one game.
1: One game. I think at the end of this we're going to have Braves, Phillies on top, tied. I think think the Phillies and the Mets are both going to lose two out of three. Okay. I think Atlanta playing Nationals is going to win two out of three. So, we're going to have two teams tied at the top, Mets behind them. But then after this stretch, I don't know, man. Like, got to give it to polar bear Pete. He, said, he told everyone to smile. They won three wow. in a row. He's kind of, like, been raking, like, doing his dang thing. So, shout out Pete. Like, we kind of laughed at you, but you're doing it. So, you know, tip the cap. This is the make or break, you know, two weeks for the Mets. It really is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think they'll be happy with 500 ball. I think, yeah, I mean, I think go, every single t- person in that clubhouse would sign up for
0: 500 ball,
1: even though yeah. they won't admit that. Uh, and I think that's what they have to do if they want to, like, you know, continue to be in this race the way they are right now.
0: Yeah, so 7-6 and six or 6-7 six is probably acceptable in, in these 13 games. 7-6, and six, they would jump for joy right now. Right. Going to, you know, those two trips going up against those two teams, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I did see the rest of the way that the Phillies have the easiest schedule in baseball. I don't always buy into that. Because I just think baseball is such a weird sport. And, um, yeah, if, you, if you're playing teams that are struggling or just aren't nearly as good, particularly after the trade deadline, we've seen a lot of that recently. Um, so I, I, I don't buy all that sort of stuff. But, man, if – yeah, sign up the Mets right now for 7-6. and six. Because it's 7-6, and six at worst, in my opinion, at worst, they would be probably three games back. And that's still very doable with five yeah. weeks to go. After 100%. So, um, with all that being said, I am a little bit worried about their bullpen because it's been so good this year. But I think these guys are gassed. They have been asked to haul so many innings, particularly since DeGrom went down. Yep. And it's starting to show a little bit. If if you see more of that, if you see more cracks there in the foundation, that's good, that could lead to a 4-9 trick. And that ain't good. That ain't good. And these teams aren't slowing. Down. I mean, the Dodgers aren't. You know,
1: they're they're playing okay, but they're the right. Dodgers. Giants haven't slowed down at all.
0: No, they are. They're, <laughs> they're top notch, top notch, as we like to say. All right, uh, Boston Red Sox. They just lost two of three at home against the Rays. They are sliding. They look behind them, and all of a sudden, the Yankees and the Blue Jays are right on their hindquarters for that second wild card. But tomorrow, some good news: Chris Sale makes his twenty twenty one debut. What are your expectations for him? I think he's
1: going to be great. I mean, he's he's one of those guys that you just don't see his arm angle very often. You don't see pitches come out come at you from that angle at all. So if he's sharp, has his velo and, and can locate, he's just going to be Chris Sale. And that's going to be, you know, exactly what Boston thought he would be shot in the arm. He's the trade deadline pickup. He's our guy. They need him to be that guy. And I expect him, you know, after – I talked to um, uh, Chris Herman, who was catching him uh, in AAA. Okay. It's like great, uh, he had great numbers during his
0: like rehab starts, so
1: I expect him to go be Chris Sale, man. Like he's just different.
0: By the way, Sale is coming off the injured list against the perfect team. It's going to be the first time he pitches in a major league game in exactly two years and one day. Damn. He's facing the Baltimore Orioles. Lifetime 8-2 and two with sub-2-5 ERA, more than 13 Ks per nine. I get it. This Baltimore lineup is probably a lot better than the one that he has dominated in years past. But still, it's got to make you feel good. You see a certain uniform, you're like, oh, my God, I kicked the shit out of those guys. So why don't I continue it? You know, it, he's not going to come out of the gate going seven or eight innings. We know that. If they get five out of him tomorrow, I think they'd be happy, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know what his pitch count is. I didn't see anything listed. Right. I could see him I mean he's built it back up. I could see him going six.
0: Okay. I bet you six they would be thrilled with that. Oh my gosh, on. yeah.
1: I think he would yeah. too. But
0: I'm excited to I'm excited to see how he looks I am too. I am too. He's super fun to watch. At the beginning of his career I always watched like kinda like this, because the way he threw the baseball and his build I was I always said God, when's that guy gonna <laughs> just break in two? And it didn't happen for a long, long time. So I wish him well. He's he's a ton of fun to watch. All right. uh, Last one. Andrew Romine, the Cubs, had a chance to pitch to his brother behind the plate, Austin Romine. Now, you know, they got blown out. 17 to 4 was a terrible few days for the Cubs. You also, you know, DFA Jake Arrieta and all that stuff. But Romine to Romine, rank on a scale of one to five brotherly hearts. How sweet that was to watch. It's pretty cool, man. I, I I like the
1: Romine Bros. I know uh, Andrew going way back to like youth baseball. Oh yeah, Bro, they of,
0: where'd they grow up out here?
1: I think they grew up in like Orange County somewhere. Got it. Uh, but we used to play together. Twelve years old, come up through the system. Andrew's a grinder, man, and he can pick it at shortstop. He's earned every single day in the big league. So I think this is kind of a cool thing. Cubs sell everyone off, bring him up, gets the throw to his brother. And you know what, Chris? He's the other position player I've homered off of.
0: Oh, my God. I was wondering if we were going to get that in. Boom! Yes. Love you, you, Andrew. I love you, you baby. What did he throw you?
1: He actually threw me a heater like a 90, dude. Oh. And then he came back with like a curveball, and I just I, – yeah down, Chris. Damn. Okay. But five hearts, six hearts, whatever the top is, because that's awesome, dude. I can't even imagine being able to do that.
0: Five hearts. Five hearts for me all the way, especially on a day where baseball was already playing with my emotions because of the old Field of Dreams thing. To see this happen and then to see him get the called strikeout on Bradley Jr. Sorry about JBJ. That was not a strike, but it It was was cool for the moment. It was a strike, dude. It was not a strike. Oh, my God. No, it was not a strike. It wasn't a strike. But whether it wasn't or it was, to see those two kind of walk off arm in arm, you know, this hadn't happened where a brother pitched to a brother since 1962. Uh, okay, I you. I knew you Sherry. had it. Who is it? Norm and Larry Sherry of the Dodgers. Pretty cool. That's really awesome, dude. They, yeah. They'll have that
1: forever. Yeah.
0: By yes. the way, can you really name your kid Larry Sherry? <laughs> I mean, there's a gazillion. You can name a kid whatever you want. Dude. Yeah, but you wouldn't name you wouldn't have named your son Boof Plouf. <laughs> right, my last,
1: name, my last name's the worst. the worst.
0: It's not the worst. It's French.
1: He's French. You have a great one. No one could you know screw your name up or make fun of your name.
0: I think Michelle married me for my last name.
1: I love she, Michelle. Yeah, she's a good one. She's a good. By the way, everybody
0: always thinks that that Chris Rose is a made up like broadcasting name. It's not. I'll show you my birth certificate. It's legit. I don't, Yeah, You're not that kind of guy. No, I wouldn't make it up. A lot of people have. Got a lot of friends who have fake names. I think we're out on that stuff. You can be whoever you are, thank God, these days. All right, uh, what do you have coming up on John Boy Media?
1: I'm headed right back out. We're doing the series recap episode Friday, episode of Talking Baseball. Uh, can't wait for that. I'm doing the NL recap, so I got a lot of games to talk about. Yes, you do um then we i think we're heading out of town for the weekend man anything fun little getaway trip right before the kids start school and i'm not high why is everyone always saying hi it's just because you're you just look i don't know chris what do you got coming out on john boy
0: okay so uh yesterday we dropped the miggy Rowe brock holt episode people seem to really like it uh if you haven't had a chance to listen and or watch on our youtube channel Give it a look. Uh, Holt gives us some great, great stuff, including an amazing painting by his five-year-old son that he thinks he's going to sell for $5 million. It's the shit. That's all I can say. That painting is really awesome. Uh, And then in about an hour or so, I am going to interview Tyler Glass now. he is speaking for the first time since his Tommy John surgery. We're going to catch up with him. We're going to ask him a lot of stuff about his future in Tampa. Um, What eventually forced him to, to do this because he thought he was coming back in late September. Why did things change? we got a lot of ground to cover. So that's all coming your way. Plus, I want to give a special shout-out to, uh, to the hat people that I'm wearing today. Look at this. The Florence Flamingos. They are a woodback college team for the summer out of Florence, South Carolina. So I want to thank the team president, Cameron, uh, for sending me all the gear. Yeah. Uh, this one is a trucker's hat. So Michelle loves trucker hats. So this is going right off of my head. And into her wardrobe because she was like, okay, that's the one I want. So we've got more information in the in our chat and where we list our things. So I mean Florence flamingos. Which yeah, kind of I, lo-
1: I love flamingos. Big yeah. flamingo guy. I'm a big pink guy. Good for you, man. He looks good on you.
0: Thank you. How long could you stand on one leg, do you think?
1: Quite some time.
0: Over a minute? Yeah. Five? Probably. Without like totally losing your balance?
1: You can't stand on one leg, Chris?
0: Not for five minutes.
1: I'll give it a try today. I'll, I'll film it. We'll see.
0: Okay. What do you guys think? I'd love to hear what people think about that one. Okay. Cool. All right. Don't forget bro. about manscaped.com. Keyword Rose <sighs> 20% off your first order and free shipping as well. Oh, bro. I could do on this all
1: day. day. I could just you all freaking proven. day. Prove it.
0: You might be standing on two
1: legs. Right I'm now. on one leg. Why would I lie to you? Now I'm getting squirrely. See? See, you can't do
0: it. You think you could do it? I can, bro. I'm like, I need to focus. Yeah. Over, under three and a half minutes. I think that that's a a good Vegas line. I can go over.
1: I'm going to film it.
0: Okay. I challenge you. (laughs) I got to go. I got to go. I love you guys. Do the show on one foot next week. That's funny. All right, listen, uh, everybody have a wonderful, wonderful baseball weekend. We'll see you back here Monday morning, 1130 Eastern, 830 a.m. Pacific for our Instagram Live. Tell the boys I say hi, Plouf. and I will. do the entire show standing on one foot. Love you. See you, Rose. You see you, bro. Bye. Bye.